This podcast is Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Vouchers here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. I am Panama Jackson, joined by the fabulous crew of bourbon drinkers and black excellence. I got Shawnice, Jabri, Corey, and Janae. How y'all doing? Wow. Hey, what's up? Yeah, we are here to discuss another episode of season four of Insecure. This episode is titled Low-Key Distant. And uh, we get to see where that distant comes from. But before we hop into it, how's y'all week been? How's everybody doing? How's our uh, quarantining and chilling going around here? How's everybody doing? Going great for me, man. What's going great for you, Corey? You know, keep my ratio alive, man. Two hours work, 22 hours chill, going strong. Everything's going well. Very productive. Yeah. Corey out here working out. Um, Corey's social media (laughs) is the devil for him because every time I see Corey, there's too many people in his social media. Hey, man. Running the exorcist steps. We seen you. We seen you. Hey, man. Look, Trump Trump said I ain't have to worry about this Mm, stuff. That's the wrong way to start the sentence. (laughs) If my president say it's good, I say it's good. Uh, Yeah, that's your president for real. Your president. I don't know about the rest of us. I thought it was everybody president. My bad. This dude right here. Well, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. So I just, I literally, um, man, all you got to do is stay away from the 5G, bro. I got a 4G headset. I'm good. I still got 3G That's over good. here. I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep it. that. We'll keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to do the same round robin thing that we did last week where we're everybody's going to take a take a crack at the re, at, at the recap. Obviously everybody who's listening and watches the show because what else would you be doing? The show has got it's it's ramped up a whole lot of things that I'm assuming we're going to talk about when we get to the uh, the good the bad and the insecure. But uh I'm going to read the synopsis from HBO's Insecure site for this episode and it says Lawrence grows weary of Issa and Okay, I gotta be honest with you. They misspell Condola's name here in <laughs> on HBO's website. It literally says Lawrence grows weary of Issa Consola's new report. Oh, not Consola. <laughs> and, and Molly prods Andrew to open up. I don't know who wrote this this week, but uh, <laughs> they this must be the intern. Anyway, <laughs> so Lawrence grows weary of Issa Condola's new report. Molly prods Andrew to open up. All right. That's what HBO says was the synopsis of this week. That's that's their two sentence recap. Not bad. What y'all got for the what y'all got for the two set, two sentence recap? Uh, let's say who we're gonna start with. Who we gonna start with? Um, Corey, what you got? Uh, you know, I think we can sum this up as Lawrence shows strength in the face of adversity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what I took from the episode. I don't know what y'all were watching. That's what I got. All right, that is. <laughs> Amazing that that's what you came out with. Yeah. Sonny, what about you? Um, Lawrence is secretly longing for Issa, and Whoa. still nobody likes Molly. Damn, we definitely didn't watch the same episode. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Janae. Um, 
I'd say uh, Issa and Condola's growing friendship uh, makes Lawrence and Molly increasingly uncomfortable. I like that. I like that. I'll go next since Jabri won last week. I feel like it's only right he gets to go last. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess he wants the big league, everybody. Uh, hey, you never know. You never know. So I'm going to say Molly tries to fix her life but is losing a friend in the process. And uh, Lawrence, 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 Lawrence. Period. That's all I got. Oh, damn. <laughs> all right, Jabri, what you got? All right, so I got um, Molly tries to get rid of Andrew, and Lawrence makes something out of nothing. Oh, I like that. See, now we talk. Okay, I like this that. There's double entendres and everything there. I like that. Okay. I could be making up the double entendre. Yeah, part, I don't know about, yeah, I didn't write one. I'm not saying one. That boy's such a genius, man. He could write them without knowing. Yeah. Don't even double ask me how. how. Don't, even, don't even ask me how. <laughs> All right. So, wait. Who, so, who got the best one there? Who got the best one I think Janae had the best one. Everybody's was right, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. we getting the hang of it. Like, everybody, every, every single one I was like, yep. That's what happened. Yup, yup, yup. Don't talk about. Yeah. All right, we can call that. We can call that one a draw. I do agree. I like. I like Janae's. I thought Janae's. I thought Janae's did a good job. Yeah, me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can roll with that. Janae wins. Everybody, every, everybody gets a chance to win here at Bourbon and Bobby. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm gonna win one week. Can't wait. That does I win one week. And speaking of Corey, <laughs> it's time for the the indomitable Lawrence Hive report. What you got? the Lawrence Hive this week. Oh, man. Well, let's get into it, man. You know, uh, this was another good week for, for Lawrence. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah, man. Just yeah, li- listen to the report, man. Uh, <laughs> let me run it down to you. So, you know, Lawrence first uh, becomes a topic this week uh, when Condola and Issa are, you know, having a walk discussing the the upcoming block party. And Condola tells Issa that, you know, she's going on a romantic getaway with her boo and Issa realized that she's talking about Lawrence and then they have some small talk about Lawrence putting mayo on his fries or whatnot, yada, yada, who cares? Boom. Let's get to the action. The first time we see Lawrence this week is when my main man, Lawrence, is taking his new woman out on a lunch date. Flowers last week, lunch date this week. Lawrence knows how to act when he finds a keeper. My man. Okay. He's going to say good stuff for Lawrence. Boom. While on a date, Lawrence is shocked to learn that his new boo and his old boo have been discussing him when he's not around. Being the gentleman that he is, Lawrence does not overreact to the situation, but rather chooses to discuss the matter later back at the house with his boys. Now, Lawrence's boys, while I'm sure had the best of intentions, offer absolutely no good solutions to Lawrence's dilemma. While there are many possible ways to resolve this issue, Lawrence chooses to pull, pull up to Issa's place and discuss the matter face to face like a gentleman. I would have taken another route, but we can discuss all the other possible options later in the podcast. Issa walks out. Lawrence says, stop playing with me, little bitch, and keep my name out your mouth. Or something to that effect. <laughs> what? Yeah, stop playing with me, little bitch, keep my name out your mouth. Yeah, you saw it. You was there. All right. <laughs> so oh, <wow>. later on, <laughs> later on, Issa, called, Issa calls Lawrence to ask if she should mention to Condola that her and Lawrence uh, met up. And being the intelligent brother that Lawrence is, Lawrence says, absolutely the fuck not. And uh, this is all we see of Lawrence week uh, this week. And it was another great week for Lawrence. <laughs> That's, all we got. <laughs> That's the Lawrence report Let's, for the week. Let's discuss. <laughs> Bam. All right. 
That's sure. it. Sure. I'll let y'all have at it first. Y'all go ahead. What y'all got? I, no, I, we can we can wait until the conversation naturally evolves. There. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I, listen, I mean, you, I, could this, you could definitely look at it a different way. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's an entire 180 on it that you can you can easily take. That's what my TV showed offering. me. That's what my TV showed me. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you know what? Let's let's. Thank you, thank you, Corey, for providing an update for the Lawrence Hive on on the 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 black excellence that in y'all's world Lawrence provides to the community. Absolutely. Um, I'm a fan of Lawrence. Didn't see the same thing you saw this week. I think I got a different episode. <laughs> Very similar in some places. Outcomes different, but you know, hey. Um, let's go ahead and get into the good, the bad, and the insecure. And I'm sure Lawrence is going to factor in heavily here. Yeah. Shanice, what you got? All right. So, first, let me start off by saying, Corey, do not interrupt me. Okay, I'm sorry. I, no interruptions <laughs> this week. Last week, I got sidetracked. You had said some stuff that I got confused with sexual. But this week, All I'm going right. to let you have it. You got your whole thing. All right. All right. So, for the good, um, there were a lot of good things in this episode. I'll start with the fact that Issa and Condola are moving forward and continuing their friendship. I'm really glad to see that. I think that um, in earlier seasons, we would have saw Issa make this a huge, awkward thing. And it was really good to see her addressing things head on. Like, it was awkward. Let's just make it not awkward. Let's just be friends, move forward. So one point for Issa's growth. Mm-hmm. Right? Agree. I like, I, I <laughs> I like would, that. I would just add that I just feel like Issa and Condola, them two specifically, have really good communication, probably more so than anybody else on the show. I think most of the other characters and their, you know, dealings and relationships tend to sweep things under the rug or not say stuff. But when they reach those awkward moments, they're very good about just saying it. Boom, we're going to clear it up and keep it pushing. And I think that they have it. I think they their friendship is very healthy thus far, it seems. I agree. Good for them. Go team. Yeah, they seem to actually like each other. Right. It's almost yeah, like they're like, trying to not make mistakes that they've made in other situations. <laughs> Grow. Like Issa, we definitely know. We don't know what happened in Condola's life, but it's almost like they're like, you know what? Let's just be open and honest about things and get it on the table so we can move forward. And I respect that. Yeah, and they have really cute banter. I like their their budding friendship. Mm-hmm. Objections, Corey. No, actually, I, I agree with you on this one. This is actually a good. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm Round sure. of applause. Yes, this is actually good. Yeah. This is really yeah. happening, and it's good. Yeah. I like how they're trying to make it work. I think a lot of times on TV, they don't do subtle very well. They don't They don't do in-between very well. Like on a lot of shows, they would have just instantly just not been friends. They would have lost all their chemistry mm-hmm. immediately. But no, nah, they're trying to make it work. They're being adults. I really like that. I think that's definitely a good for this week. Yeah. Okay, so this is not an important piece of the show, but I just want to note that I really enjoyed um, Issa's Halloween costume. If you don't know who she was supposed to be, um, the good and bad hair scene from School Days. I like that. I don't remember that. I ain't watched School Days in a minute. I ain't watched School Days. That's an iconic scene. Like you know that scene. That's so old. I'm young. (laughs) She's she's one of one of the Jigaboos. That was I I like I liked her costume too. Lots I didn't of, uh, think they used the costumes enough, though. It was just such yeah. a random scene, though. Like I it thought was it was going to be more to it. They were just dressed up on a random scene, almost for the hell of it. Right, sit on the couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just, I agree. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, is it October? It was okay. like, it's Halloween. Yeah. Really? Okay, all right. <laughs> Maybe that was Halloween. just to set the time period. 
Right, because they don't have seasons in LA that much. You know? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> the weather gonna be the same. So right, right, because it made Gotta me think this is like three months to the block party, which is gonna be in I guess January. So you would assume right. it's gonna be too cold for that, but it's we have a LA so... party. Yeah, right. Shanice, I don't know if you were gonna bring it up, but I also loved Kelly's costume too. I did yeah. like her costume too, a nod to Baps, um, and I like <laughs> the fact that she was dressed as Hallie's character. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I gotta watch Baps again. That's been a long time. Uh, what a gem. Unless you have absolutely nothing else to do in life. <laughs> don't do Baps this way. Don't black do Baps like that. Baps is a classic. Don't do that. Now, some of the black movies we watch are fall in the one and done category. And Baps might be in the one and done category. For, nah, for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, I just heard some people I think are smart saying that Baps was good. So okay. I think I'm gonna give it another chance. Okay. I mean, it wasn't good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what are we talking it's, about? It's here? a lot of movies. My that memory was not that it was was that it was not good too, but I also don't remember much about it, which makes me think I need to revisit it so I can remember why it's bad for these conversations going forward. Gotcha. It was yeah, funny. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna bring this up, and Corey, hush. I'm. Just, I just want to say that. I appreciate the fact that Issa was still getting her, you know, getting getting her, you know, hotivities on, you know, every girl deserves to engage in hotivities, you know, a good, you know, a good, clean, no strings attached, cutty, you know, I think, and, you know, and, 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 and church st- and, and church still seems to be the answer for them. And everybody Wait, is, you, you is getting what they that need. Sex, you qualified. You think that sex scene was good? That was good sex? I mean, yeah, I, I guess part her. of it they was. Both, they both. No, I'm I mean, not saying Look, ended first up off, okay in the end. When she, no, when she had to push his booty button, that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> that's this what is, I have to went say. Homie, <laughs> this is went left, nigga. This is over. This is. <laughs> this can't come so in a good section now. By that. If you, I thought that was funny. If you, I thought it was funny, funny that they decided too. to go that road. Like, oh wow, we're we're into this kind of stuff. Like, this is just. I just thought it was funny. He called it that. I no, was not ready I for him he to asked say for that. It. <laughs> now, I, I mean, you like what you like. It is what it is. Okay. I just thought it was hilarious that you he called it a booty if button. If, if during your during sex, your man asks you to push his booty uh, booty button, this is in the bad category, not the good category, Shawnee. <laughs> for for future episodes, this goes. No, in the I'm bad just saying category. that the fact that she's still getting some. That's it. Okay. That's all. So you got really you got, the the expectations for Issa are so goddamn low that anything happens to her and it's a positive to you. You're like a nigga spoke Whoa. to Issa. I'm so happy somebody spoke to her. It's a good moment. Like come that's on. not this fair is, though. This was, this was sex she wanted though. Like she yeah. actually. This is something she wanted. Like it ain't like she was. I don't think this is exactly what she wanted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She want, this ain't what she wanted. She wanted sex, but this ain't what she wanted. Let's okay, okay. She seems to keep winning in the in the situation though. Like she ain't exactly losing. Now that that scene ended in a way where she had to think rethink life, but <laughs> right. I'm now sure listen, we'll get there. listen. So this leads us into the bad because we later find out that oh, the bad. Good, the good sir is is expecting a child and ha- already has two, <laughs> um, two and a third so on the way. Sir, huh? single or not, you need to go home to your family, sir, because you have a family. So you know, I'm, I'm glad that Ethan was getting some cutty, but sir. Go home to your family, please. And then that leads us to 
the condom. Does he have a family though? Quick question. Or I was about to say. Kids already in the third on the way. Like, yeah, that's not I a family. Mean, it's, it's, I feel like <laughs> that's that's not, that is, that is not even a family. One place for him to return to. Like you're saying, return to his family. That could be all. Wherever they at. I mean, he don't need to go collect his family. I don't know. I'm going to be right. If he goes home, there's a family there. I don't think that's what right. That's what I'm getting at. Like saying go home to your family implies that he's stepping out on a family and no. it's entirely possible he's just procreating. Yes. No, I think that's probably what's that's more likely what I mean. to happen. All I'm saying is that if you have three kids, you have a family, you need to go tend to them. Wherever they may be, you need to go and collect your children and <laughs> go home and do dad things. Okay. Prep and, for your baby that's on the way. Okay. That's what you need to be doing. And, and not up and eat his cheeks. And to that point, I guess what Issa had said was that initial that plan B was becoming plan A. And so I think initially for her, this was just a situation, you know, she could get some dick, we keep it pushing. But maybe it was starting to feel, become a little more normalized and a little more, um, it was just becoming more of the usual than she was really anticipating it becoming. And so she had to kind of uh, nip, nip that in the bud while, before anybody caught any real feelings, I think. Well, I'm also, good. that plan B becoming plan A. I mean, the joint slipped off. Yeah, that she too. She had to go to the store. Like, yeah. She had to go make a. She had to go make a run to the store. So now well, that could be a double entendre for, for a real plan B, right? <laughs> like, for real plan B. Yeah, that's plan true. A, like, you know what? I gotta. She fucking a dude wearing baggy condoms. I mean, come on, man, that's a loss. How the whole goddamn condom end up inside? I thought he, I thought he was gonna say it broke. This is the bad. I thought he was gonna say the condom broke. This nigga whole condom just came off and fell up inside. What are we doing? We don't, size, have to get in, we don't have to get into logistics. Gold, gold packs is not for you. <laughs> Stay in the kids section, nigga. Oh, not the kids. Is there a kids section? Is there a kids section about? Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. The teenage section for for, for beginners. I don't know. For 16 and 18. Let's not. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, my man, I don't know. Are you Uh -uh. Either he need instruction on how to put one on or his shit was too big for him. Either way, this is not good. This shit all bad. And I've been saying this whole sex is bad for the jump. (laughs) So funny. He has good lines, though. Yeah, he has good lines because he said, I'm good at fucking right. No, like it was just it was. I laughed. I laughed so hard at that. I'm like, this that that is just a random thing. Just wanted some positive reinforcement, (laughs) right? (laughs) Anyway, that was entertaining. Well, you know what I will say about that condom scene, though. I remember was it last season that uh, there was a lot of you know up for and backlash about her not showing the fact that they were using condoms. So it's kind of like, well, here's your condom splat. I mean, (laughs) not splat. That's yes. That's they, true. They At least them. they made it known that was a, a, the practice, the common practice. So they're using them incorrectly, but they're using them. All uh, right. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> moving on to Molly. It, you know, uh, it seems to me that Molly just, and this is probably, you know, something that everybody already realized. Molly just doesn't know how to connect with people. Everything that she says comes across really harsh. And I don't, I'm not sure if she realizes that about herself yet. Like, if she's like, actualize that within herself when she said to um what's his name asian bay oh i want to date a guy with depth or the way that she speaks to torian um i don't know why she like that it's just continuing she's just continuing down that path of just being harsh for no reason and i just want her to stop yeah i mean because it even seems like she's doing it when she doesn't mean to like she means 
Like she was trying to bring Andrew closer. And that comment about I want to date somebody with depth, it just it, it it was missing the next sentence of I'm not saying you're not deep. I just want you to show me that you're deep or show me that depth. You know, but she was like, I want to date somebody with depth, obviously implying that he doesn't have it. So, you know, it's just how she talks sometimes. She just goes from like zero to a hundred. Like there's no in between, there's no tact, there's no like, well, let's talk it through and try to figure out what this is. It's just like, oh, so if you're not willing to do things the way that I want to do it, then you can you can just go. Like it what we we weren't even there yet. She he's, yeah. you know, trying he's clearly not comfortable with having the conversation, but she doesn't try she just feels like he should just automatically be willing to open up to her. And when he's not, she's like, Well, you can just go wherever you feel like being at. <laughs> yeah. Why do we have to do all of that? And then I'd also just say, I'm just confused why he keeps on making back up with her after time and time again. She keeps, you know, cutting him off. And I would like, I'd be, I'd be so over Molly at this point. I don't understand why he keeps coming back. I was surprised they made up at the end of last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like she brings that much to the table. Like, just right. Because there's so much, there's so much stop and go of it it's almost like all right i should probably just let this one go for now like i just i need a break from her i don't i don't see what about her seems to be so enticing that he has to keep coming back i mean she she's she's hot and she has a good job and she is you know i mean but he works at rock nation and i'm guessing he meets people all the time if he wanted to like you know i mean it, it just and he has other prospects but I can see why she would get a chance or two. She might get a chance and a half. I mean, you know, I mean, she got some she things going for her. <laughs> she got some things going for her. Well, yeah, he, I mean, he seems to really like her. The fact that he called her to apologize for, you know, like, there's a legit like there. But even in the way that she deals with Torian, like, she still, her her communication just sucks. Like, rather than giving the apology that she ended up giving to him in the end, she still tries to, like, kiss his butt and try to, like, slide and slither in by trying to, like, you know, offer him tips on his all-inclusive vacation yeah. and all types of stuff. Like, it's just like, no, girl, like, say what it is. Say, like, it, it always seems to be something calculated with her. And even the stuff with Andrew, it wasn't like, hey, I want us to chill tonight so we can, you know, like, it was it was this you know, calculated thing to try to get him there and have this conversation. And when things didn't work out the way that she wanted it to, she automatically, you know, spiraled. And I just don't get it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Like, she struggles with being direct. Like, yeah. she's sitting Definitely. up in the meeting at work, making face. She making faces so much, the partner stops the <laughs> meeting. And it's like, you have something to say, Molly? I mean, because everybody can tell she has something to say. Exactly. And instead of, and instead of coming to Andrew and being like, listen, I haven't really heard much about your backstory. I would like to talk about you a little bit. I want to know right. more about you. She goes, she she cooks and she says, you know, we're going to chill and chill and we're going to talk. And she tries to and get it out of him. Instead of just saying that she wants to hear more from him, she just tries to get it out of him. And, and you know, it didn't work out. She should have been yeah. direct. And she struggles with that. Yeah. So speaking of Torian, um, Torian is still like everyone else has forgiven Molly and, you know, moving forward. Torian is still not rocking with Molly. Um, I'm glad she apologized. I mean, that was nice to do at the end of when Torian finally called her out. I'm not sure if she would have did it on her own, but um, yeah, he's still not rocking. He actually, I think he pretty much carried her at the end, but I (laughs) also... I also think that he kind of likes her. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting out. That could like be interesting. A little bit. What y'all think? I don't I think, think he likes. That her. could be interesting. I, I thought that he might. 
Like maybe maybe there's a little something there that that's burgeoning, perhaps. He accepted I the mean, apology, I think. Did I he? think I I think yeah, he did. He did think, he did in his Torian way. Yeah, I think Torian is just generally kind of like a dickhead. So I don't know how much <laughs> you know she was gonna get from him regardless. Yeah, like he wasn't gonna be all, all warm and <laughs> I mean, no, really. He wasn't. He he hasn't been a warm and fuzzy person at any point, you know. No, on Molly's this show, the real, Molly's the real dickhead, but you call Tori in a dickhead. This one, listen, I'm talking you, about. the male bashing in this motherfucker has got to stop. Come on, as, as if we ain't called Mar- Molly trash since we've been on this uh, podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Moving on. I don't think he was going to give the warm and fuzzy response regardless, but I do think that maybe it kind of took him aback that she was so forthcoming in that moment about, you know, her feelings and wanting to kind of reconcile and make things right. And I never thought about it before, but maybe he does. I don't know. See a little something, something for Molly. That'd be, that would be interesting. Yeah, a little something, something. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so still on Molly, it seems like Molly is... I don't know, intentionally, unintentionally, I don't know, leaving Issa out of all the key friend moments, like how Kelly knew that she had already smashed mm-hmm. Asian Bay, or how like at the end when she didn't tell Issa that it was actually Andrew who called. Um, I feel like there's, I don't want to say fault, but for lack of better words, fault on both sides. There's Molly not, you know, including Issa in those moments, but also maybe it seems like Issa may be a little bit too busy and have a lot of her own things going on. So there's just this disconnect from both sides that's happening. And it's unfortunate to see their friendship deteriorate right before our eyes. Is it though? Is it unfortunate? <laughs> no. But... <laughs> uh, yes. like, I, I definitely, you definitely see their friendship deteriorating. I think what happens is that thing where you, Y'all have some unspoken issue between you and the first person you would normally call, you pause and hesitate mm-hmm. and you don't make the call. And then it just keeps happening over time. And next thing you know, like that, that huge gulf exists between you where should I tell this person about this? I mean, do they care? Like they're, I mean, again, this, this, this shows it's, it started out with, I don't really mess with Molly no more. That's and true. You just see these little, these little <laughs> ripples that are happening. And that's, the lack of divulging information to your best friend is how those things start, right? Like you just decide, decide not to tell them. You tell somebody else, or you go elsewhere. You just keep it to yourself. Like that's true. And and because Issa had just told her something about what did she say? Uh, like she said something about you not wanting to be happy or not wanting to be like while they were out uh, hiking. She made some yeah. comment to her yeah. about what oh, yeah. she doesn't like. And and. And Molly does not like being told about herself the way she likes to tell about tell other people about themselves. Exactly. Molly, well, didn't Molly make the same comment to Issa? Like in the that's what first I wondered. I like, and I wondered if it was if it was purposeful, like if she did that on purpose, like trying right. to throw it back at Molly the way Molly threw it at her on the last episode right. because you it was what? almost verbatim. Almost. It was. It was like the same comment. I was like, y'all just said the same shit last week. It's uncharacteristically shady for Issa to really like take her own words and throw it back at her like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would almost give her the benefit of the doubt that she didn't mean she was that she didn't mean to be doing that, but it seemed like it was too close to what Molly said to yeah. her to have been an accident. Like, yeah, kind of I agree. How she went there. I didn't think that. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree, but I hadn't thought of it that way. Um, but I also did notice that in a way that I feel like I would I would have taken I would have been in my feelings if I discovered that you know Molly had been smashing Asian Bay and I didn't know. Issa seemed very unfazed by not 
being included mm-hmm. in the story. Like I was like, oh, this is about to be a thing. And I was like, oh, it's not a thing. Issa doesn't care that she did not she care at all. No. <laughs> not her. Well, no. speaking of things that you didn't know, Shawnees, I'm trying to figure out how do we get past the good section without mentioning Lawrence. I don't know. I'd be getting confused what section we in. I just realized we was in a bad section and we didn't talk about Lawrence in the good section. So I'm trying to figure out how did you make it all the way through the good no, section Lawrence without talking about Lawrence? Lawrence is right where he's supposed to be. Lawrence well, I don't wonder where that's going to go. I don't wonder where Lawrence pops yeah, up. Yeah, what, what the fuck is Lawrence pop up? How, how, did he not, how was he not in the good section? He's coming. Okay. All right. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on to my seat. I'm going to hold on to my seat. All right. All right. No, so, I just I'd also just say as far as Molly and Issa are concerned, even this kind of like trepidation that each of them are feeling about like keeping it real with one another at this point. Like I feel like if this is like your best friend, your homegirl, you should be able to be, you know, straightforward and call each other out without like having to worry about like, oh, is she gonna be mad? Oh, is she gonna take it personal? Like if you know it's your best friend, you know it's coming from a positive place. But I just feel like it's another symptom of kind of like Issa and uh, Molly's just kind of growing apart that Issa didn't even feel like she could be straightforward with Molly in that moment initially to be like, girl, it seemed like you always got something going on. Like that was, a, and that even took Molly aback and she took it personal and gotten her feelings about it. So yeah, I, I think this is just another example of, you know, Molly and Issa's friendship just kind of going in two different directions, I think. Yeah, I mean, even even Molly, I mean, um, Issa inviting Condola to eat lunch with them. Yeah, so I was gonna Molly get to that. Told her about their friendship being messy. Like, you don't have to be messy like this mm-hmm. about trying to be good here. And then they meet up, and she's like, "No, nah, why don't you hang out? Why don't you eat?" And then she was so, you know, like chummy with her. Yeah, in a way that you know, Mo- you could tell Molly was Molly was definitely wanting her to leave. It was very clear. Mm-hmm. Anybody standing there, you could be in another table, and you could tell it was awkward. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I think I to some degree I kind of wonder if East is just stepping up into her I'm tired of your shit part of the friendship. And the problem is she's just passive aggressively microaggressing her in the in the way that's not helpful, right? Like mm-hmm. as opposed to having a straight up convo, she's just giving it back to her in the way that's going to trigger her a little bit. Like they're both they're both to blame here, I guess is my point. Yeah. yeah. I think you're onto something there. I think that um, it's easy to see Molly's role in it because, you know, Molly has been the bombastic one throughout their relationship. But, like, I'm remembering back to when they were taking out the trash after the party and and Molly said, you good? And Issa's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I think that really signaled a shift in how Issa thought about the relationship. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been the same to her. Like, Molly wanted to catch up. Issa was like, I'm good if this stays a group thing. Like, this doesn't really need to be a one-on-one thing. I'm not... I'm not missing Molly the way Molly's missing me. And I think that's where Issa was at. She doesn't Which is funny because she says, I miss you, girl. Remember they have that whole thing yeah. in the kitchen where she yeah. was like, oh, I miss you. Yeah. I miss you. It's like, but it's been really, it's been like a month of some type of some space between them. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and I'm not even gonna say that Issa didn't mean it when she said, uh, I miss you to Molly, but I think it's almost one of those things that you're supposed to say to like your best friend when you know y'all haven't caught up in a in, in a minute and haven't seen each other in a while. And because the thing about it is like it's not that you couldn't have reached out. It's not that, you know, Molly was oh too busy to tell her about Asian Bay, because clearly she told Kelly about it. It's not that Issa couldn't, you know, have reached out and told her about the things going on with her block party. Like you have time to include the people, if, even if it's just to give the up date whether you can be there and go scout things with me or not but i think that 
just realistically, the actions are really speaking for themselves and they're paying each other the lip service when they get, you know, when they're in each other's spaces, but they're not really doing the work that really demonstrate that they're actually best friends because they're not really sharing the, the information that they need to share and doing the things that they used to do. And it, it, it's, it doesn't flow as naturally as it used to, I don't think. Yeah. So stemming from that same situation, inviting, so at the Halloween gathering, whatever that was at the house, Molly clearly expressed that she wanted to catch up. Catch up means I got some business that I want to tell you to me, mm-hmm. right? That means me and you one-on-one. So right. I kind of feel like inviting Condola to stay for dinner when they were at, out at the restaurant was a definite no. Um, Molly clearly said that she wanted to catch up. And if Condola is there, how are they going to catch up? Condola don't know her. She and not Condola was leaving. Condola yeah. was leaving. How on her way out the door? Do. Yeah, she was on. She was out. Yeah, so I kind of felt like that was like a foul move. Like, why you why you do that? Condola could have just gone on about her business, and you and Molly could have caught up. Like Molly expressed that she wanted to do. I felt like it was kind of like tone deaf. Oh no, she's trying to bring she's trying to bring Condola into the fold, make her one of the you know the crew, trying to bring into the circle. And that's fine. So we got to start somewhere. But not when I said I want to catch up about some personal business, like. And again, I don't think that's the malicious. I don't think it was malicious, but I mean, it was definitely like she didn't pick up on the cues of that moment at all. And I can see how sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the moment. Like, you know, you got a good girlfriend that's there. She about to go get some food. A friend shows up. Y'all about to get some food. Oh, why don't you just like I get how things like that can happen. But at the same time, I think that's also a testament to how close the she and Condola are getting and how she and Molly are drifting apart that it wasn't her automatic instinct to be like, okay, my best friend is here. We, we need to catch up. This is our time. We've, I've been waiting on this. Like, I don't think it was the big deal to Issa that it might have been to Molly to get up with her homegirl, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So last thing on the bag. This is, and this is not even bad to me, but it's just weird that, um, that Condola keeps, that Condola even brought up the fact that she and Issa were discussing Lawrence to Lawrence. I don't, see why they needed to happen. I I also don't see why there needs to be so many conversations about Lawrence between. So I'm saying that that's Condola's man. Like if you ask her about what she's doing, chances are she's going to be doing something with her man. So he's going to come up, you know, like, what are you doing Friday? Hanging out with my man. The same thing everybody else in the world is doing. Huh? And that's fine. It's just like, so So I, I feel like that interaction was just like, okay, fine. But then like when Issa brought it up later, like, oh, so, well, should I tell her that your middle name is whatever or that your Martin. Lawrence is your middle name? You're like, why, like, why do we need to continue to discuss Lawrence? I, I, I don't know. I just, I think it's weird. Well, no, well, she said that. She said that to Lawrence. So she, right. Issa said that to Lawrence when, when Lawrence came to, uh, had a conversation with her about, you know, talking to Condola about him, which I think, you know, had to happen. I think that was a necessary conversation. Um, I think Lawrence handled it great. I don't know what y'all saw, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, no, nah, for real though. And all, all jokes aside though, like, you know, he, he in an awkward situation where he's, you know, he's dealing with, well, he's only dealing with one woman, but his woman and as friends with his old woman, you know, and they got to figure out a way to smooth that out. So, you know, I think, I think they're working on it. I don't know. What, what do y'all think about the, all the Lawrence conversations and Condola bringing up the conversation to Lawrence? 
I wouldn't have brought it up to Lawrence. I don't think I would have mentioned it to him because, and I mean, I guess we, we might talk about this a little bit more, but at the end of the day, it's not like, if we really about to be friends and we about to be cool, like, it's not like we not about to be talking about him and not like going into deep detail, but he's going to come up. We yeah. might have a little banter, a little rah, 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 and it's going to be what it's going to be. And so even putting Lawrence on notice like that and make, and even if it's not that deep you know he's going to feel that way it's going to make him feel a way i pr- I probably wouldn't have brought it up at all but she kind of she brought it up accidentally though she didn't like really intentionally bring it up she just kind of laughed about some other really? shit and he was like what you laughing about and then then it came out which is why lawrence is going to come up on the insecure part huh yeah let's just let's just go let's, <laughs> let's just get there <laughs> let's just right. do it. Anyway, go for it all right so i don't think that lawrence is wrong for feeling uncomfortable with with the interactions, right? I can definitely understand him not wanting his name to be brought up between Issa and Condola. Perfectly valid. What I don't understand was why he felt the need to drive to her house and have that conversation. I really think it's just because he just wanted to see her because there were so many other ways that he could have relayed this information. Um, I I don't yeah. I don't understand. His friends gave him. I think terrible advice. advice. No, terrible no his, advice. his boys are the reason why he went over there. <laughs> no, said, terrible said, advice. Don't, start, don't leave a paper trail. Don't be, so don't be unclear. Like you basically, his his boys are the reason why he decided to go that route. Now maybe okay. he does want to see Issa, but the, his homies are the, gave him the reason to go do it. Okay, um, so I misunderstood. Paper trail idea um, is a good idea. Don't leave no paper trails. Because she gonna screenshot shit. When they screenshot did. shit and start sending that around, it's all bad, homie. It's all bad. So this, is, this is where I was confused because you don't want to leave a paper trail, right? But what's a text message or a fo- even a phone call? If you would have called Easton and had the conversation over the phone, that would be less of a paper trail than saying, "Hey, I'm outside. Okay, I'm coming." Like the te- like, which there's there's still that te- like if there was gonna be a paper trail, there's still one there. So it, it's something to be said that. for a face to face conversation between yeah, two adults, right. you know. Um, but there's still a paper trail. Uh, not not any the, details. Hey, I'm outside. Okay, coming. Which we, don't know what was we don't know what was discussed. I know you was at her house. No, my outside the house. My issue with the whole and again, it's weird because again, I really I think I think Lawrence's heart is tipped. I do think his heart was in the right place. I really do. I don't think he was trying to be, you know, a douche about it. I think he was trying to be, you know, sympathetic to everybody's feelings and not come off as an asshole and all of these wonderful things. However, comma, I just don't understand why he felt like checking Issa was the right tactic. Like, I feel like if you're in the relationship and you don't want your net, you don't want to be discussed, and you know that your girl and your ex are ha- have this, you know, budding friendship, and it really bothers you that much that you're coming up in conversation. Maybe I would tell my girl, "Hey, no. could y'all not discuss?" But you felt you felt comfortable saying Issa, that to the ex. Issa got like, the you don't check me. <laughs> Issa no. got the info. I got to no, tell but, the person with the info. But not if you to get, but if info. you put your, but nah, it's nah, yeah. it's not about sharing the. It's first. Well, first of all. You can't tell Issa what to do. She's not. That's not your girlfriend. She. She don't. Yeah. I mean, I, that would be up suggest, to her. I can make some suggestions, though. Whatever. I, I mean, sure, but I mean, I think that's the insecure part. But yeah, at yeah. 
<laughs> but no, hold at up. The if, day, if, 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 if I know you got info and you see my new chick every day, I will. Ha- nah. I need to have a conversation with you about what can and what can. Nah, I be you don't check about. me. You Fact. don't check Lord, me. This man or woman, they're like, <laughs> we yeah, I mean, discuss. I, I think that's a little bit strong. He didn't check her. I mean, he asked her. No, no, he, he that's what I'm saying. He, yeah, go ahead. He don't want to look insecure to his girl. I mean, that's still kind of new. He still knows Issa better than he knows Condola. Condola. Sure. So, I mean, he felt more comfortable talking to her. Now, I'm not saying that's the right move. It definitely was not. I mean, right. and that's what I'm saying. So? I, I get the no. level of comfort. I get that they're still trying to, you know, they're in this cool, air quotes, cool space. And, you know, they feel like they can, you know, touch base. And there's not, which is another thing, too. Like, I think they're both in denial about kind of like these, you know, feelings that are still lingering behind, but whatever. But I still feel like if you were really feeling that much of a way about it and you didn't want, your name to come up then maybe just be like to your girl like you know because clearly condola already can tell that she was feeling a way about it so it's just like maybe don't talk about like don't bring me up or like try to keep it cute or whatever and then condola knows that you know to not go into too much detail or to you know just kind of keep that keep that kind of church and state a little bit if he had a conversation with condola like she could be like all right cool i'm not gonna bring you up no more but that won't stop Issa, who has all the information that he doesn't want to be shared from one day blurting out shit and random shit. Like, go to the person who has the information that you don't want to be shared and express. Do we to them know Issa? Let's be your... let's be very clear. This is gonna happen regardless. Like, no, we don't have to. Not if we discuss it. Not if we have a conversation. It's, it's gonna, and I'm. She's not gonna do it maliciously. I don't think. But I'm just saying, as they're gonna be friends, they're gonna keep talking about you. Now they're just not gonna tell you about it. And so. Right. Like, that's and that's, that's really the, the bottom line. Like they not, if they getting closer and closer, they're not about, to, like, you're going to come up. Well, he didn't say, don't talk about me. He said, I want her to get to know me through me. Right. So don't tell her no, I ran yeah, track, yeah, nigga. Yeah. Let, let me be the one to tell her I ran track, not you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let her get to know, like, I, y'all are people, y'all going to discuss me. Like y'all can tell, you can tell her we went out to the, to dinner or some shit, but don't tell her about my past sentiment. and what I've experienced before I do. I get the sentiment. I just don't know how realistic the request is. I really but do in understand the situation the they're in. It's an unre- it's an it's an unrealistic situation. Yeah, we're not. It's unrealistic. It's just there's no, no winners in the situation. It's gonna it's gonna have to. Ha- well, Corey, I'm I've, I've been I've like, been in similar situations. Talk- <laughs> what I mean is they're gonna be in situations because of the way their friendship is blooming that they're gonna end up having to talk about Lawrence. You're absolutely right about that. This only comes up because Issa makes a comment about tripping over a dude who puts mayonnaise on his fries mm-hmm. and it was like an icebreaker for them so for condola it was just a cute little thing that came up right for lawrence it goes back to exactly what you're saying he doesn't want Issa to to form condola's opinion of him and i think that's very fair yeah, i do think he probably should have been he probably should have gone to condola first but i understand why he went to Issa. He went to Issa because he and Issa are in that comfort zone where he can have that conversation with her. He can do that. He can go up to her and it ain't going to be taken crazy. With Condola, she might think he's in. It might create some little doubt or be a red flag for her. So he went he went where he went where he knew he could go with the least amount of static. So I do agree there. My beef with Lawrence actually was in the fact that he's like, don't tell her or this. Yeah, don't tell her. This is where this is Mm -hmm. where I see. The condola Lawrence thing unraveling somewhere. Yep, me he's too. like, don't tell her it's not that deep. You because then you, now you put Issa in a position where she's got to be careful about her interactions with condola not to let on that they, her and Lawrence are so interacting. Like, you and you know she's not good at that. Terrible. 
right. You created a terrible yeah. situation for right. Issa to be in. Exactly. And now it's it, and it, now it's gonna it's gonna ha- it's gonna unravel because Issa's awkward and it's not fair for her to even be in that situation. Exactly. Like, like why am I in a position where I'm having to like walk on eggshells for your relationship? Yeah. Like yeah. y'all figure yeah. that out. This is but this is much easier to manage. Say that again, It's not easier to manage. There shouldn't be no new secret that Issa has to keep. Because either right. way, like either way, when it comes like, up, it's not fair. Because if it comes up from Issa, she could be like, "Why did Lawrence tell me this?" If it comes right. up from Lawrence, she could be like, "Well, why didn't Issa tell me this?" It's going right. to be Katie that they, that they got together and talked about this. It's not going to work out. So right. all Issa has to do, only, the only secret she has to keep is that me and Lawrence saw met up in person one time. That's the only secret. Why? Like, it's just because she asked her not to. Because for one. Well, for one, hold up. First off, you can't tell your girl that you trust me on this one. You can't tell your girl you've been hanging out <laughs> with your ex girl or even chicks that like you or whatever. It it don't play like that. Like you can hang uh, out with her. So maybe don't he do met, it. He met, up, he met up with her. That's a hangout, whatever. Like Who told him to do that? It, it don't matter. He had good intentions. He was trying to get ahead of an issue, but he don't need to tell his girl that he hung out with, met up with one-on-one with his old chick. It's not necessary. But you're putting other people in a situation that has nothing to do oh, with Oh, no. She's a, it's, a, it's a threesome already. It's a triangle. No. It's a love triangle no, it, already. It, it she's, is a in the but shit. here's the thing. She's... He doesn't have to ever speak to Issa again, true story, unless they're in the same place together. Mm-hmm. Right now, him and Condola, that can be, that can be their little universe. Issa and Condola can be one space. Um, Lawrence and, and Condola can be one space. And when they're in the same room together at the block party, whatever, sure, they're going to speak because they know each other and it's dumb to pretend like you don't. But keeping, forcing Issa to hold on to something that has nothing to do with her relationship or is not going to benefit her in any way, shape, or form is jacked up. It is messed up to put her in that space. It ain't her, it ain't her problem. But you, now it is. Do you think that Lawrence? Do you think Lawrence lacks the foresight to see the problem that this could create, or is he just selfish? He don't care. I think it was a very dude thing to do. Yeah, well, I think up, he lacks. I don't think he even sees it. It like was that. it was it was short term win, forgetting about the long term. Wait, because that, that's how a lot that's how a lot of people approach things, and that's how a lot of dudes treat relationships when these kind of things come up. And I'm not indicting all men. I'm just saying, to, when I saw it, I was like, that's a very dude thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you try to cut it off at the pass over here. Like, I'm willing to risk this nonsense over here, but I need you to act right. Exactly. So, so my he, situation he, would be good. He exchanged one problem for another problem, right? His first problem could have been, if you don't talk to Issa, she may just run off at the mouth and tell all sorts of things that he don't want to be told. And he exchanged that for now, my girl may potentially find out from somebody else that I met up with Issa one-on-one and had a conversation. If, out, of those, out of those he two problems, I take okay. problem number two. Dude, it was dumb in the first place. The minute that he found out Condola and Issa knew each other, this is a possibility. So yes, at absolutely. that point, you if you can't deal with that, you got to bounce because it's likely to happen. And when you're if not, you decide to... you want to be there. That's on you at that yeah. point. You just got to deal with that. But we got to and... set we got to set boundaries to what to what we're doing though. So, I, now, so maybe too, I want to be set with, with everybody. You got to set them with everybody. It can, yeah. it, every, y'all basically need to all have a group chat where we're like, listen, I know this they is awkward done for everybody, that. but we got to we we really need to just like look, Issa, we're still cool. Condola, we got this new thing going. I just want to make sure this is an awkward for anybody, and I would appreciate if we just don't have conversations about our relationship or whatever because. You know, it's not beneficial for anybody here. 
Like we can and all, you this, could have this easily just said that to Condola. Like, I want you to get a chance to get to know me rather than, you know, Foreman. And like, he could have had that same conversation with Condola and Condola could have took that. And then, and she can be the one to be mindful of her conversations with Issa. But that, but that, that, that don't stop Issa from blurting Issa. out info. Right, she could. She, he could have told Condola, and then Condola could have seen a nigga running track, and Issa could have blurted out, "Oh, Lawrence used to run track." Like that don't stop fucking Issa from blurting out info. It's still not going to stop her from doing that. Shit, if he if he, if he had a real conversation with her, she gonna stop. Okay, I'm not even gonna ask. She's gonna stop. right here, little nigga. Now you gotta say it with a straight face. You gotta say it like you mean it. All right. Last thing. <laughs> Let her know. I, I know where you live now. If this shit don't stop, you're going to see some more of me. So just one more thing that I was slightly confused about. I really did not understand why Issa felt the need to contact Lawrence again uh, towards the end of the episode. I just didn't. I felt like it was kind of a, a grab to for an excuse to call him. I mean, I understand that she wants to you know, make sure that she's expecting his wishes. But I really felt like it was a reach. Like, sis, you really just don't have to. You, you can just not mention him instead of calling him. I, I didn't understand why that happened. I mean, I don't think it was a bad thing that she wanted to just get clarity of whether or not Condola knew that they had met up. Um, because I could tell when she got the message from Condola, I don't even know like if she was planning on mentioning that she cleared the air with Lawrence or whatever it is. But I think she just wanted to make sure that she was clear on the, on the set of facts at hand. Does she know? Does she not know? Can I mention that we talk? Should I not mention that we talk? And now, you know, she got that clarification. So I didn't necessarily think it was a bad thing. Not that she you know minded talking to Lawrence either but I do think that she was just trying to get clarity and because I think that could have you know potentially backfired if she just mentioned in passing even just innocently like oh yeah I met with Lawrence today we cleared the air we don't got to talk about him no more and she like oh you did he didn't let me know like she didn't want to blow things up for him so I think that that was a I thought that was good that she was just trying to get that clarification fair all right I'll allow it (laughs) that's all for me All right, well, that wraps up the good, the bad, and the insecure for this week. All right, and we'll be right back with our Looking for Latoya report, our evictions, and our shot of bourbon. All right, y'all, welcome back to Bourbon and Bouches. We are back with our Looking for Latoya update, finding out what's happening in the Looking for Latoya universe. This week, we learned that the hunt is still on for our good sis Latoya. However, the police don't seem to be super committed to finding her. Um, I'd question whether they're trying at all. So first we see... The detective and I, we, I can't not mention that she's from the uh, the inner cities unit of the LAPD. That was on her uh, on her description. They they call our good sis Toyota, which is not a good sign. That is a vehicle. And the missing person's poster looks like it has been done completely in crayon. No helpful information. Um, no distinguishing factors. So. Um, yeah, we, we don't know where to go from here. And so everybody in the real world doesn't seem too confident in the police's efforts. Um, Lawrence and Condola both seem to think that the boyfriend might be shifty enough to do it. Um, at least Condola seems to think so. And Lawrence concedes the fact that you can't trust the dude with two dead teeth. And so, um, you know, that's that's definitely hardcore empirical data. <laughs> I might wow. have to, uh, to agree there. What did Lawrence say when he hung up the phone with Issa? Did he say, 
white people never find us. He, he said, they, said never they never find us. They never yeah. find us. Yo, I laughed when he said that because he seemed so sincere about it. Like yes. he was genuinely like he was genuinely upset. disappointed, was, and I, I, I think it was warranted. They not about to find our good sis Latoya at this rate. Yeah, not at all. People not really on poster. People on insecure that the characters are really into this show because in real life people would be really into this show. Yes. This is like this is like flavor of love plus making a murderer. Oh, like this, right. is, this is like yes. the best thing that would have ever been created if it was real. It needs to yes. be a real show. Yes, I wonder if people live tweeted and everything. I'm sure they do. <laughs> but I think that takes us into our next section, our eviction section. For those who need a reminder, that is our advice and our predictions. So, who has a good eviction for some of our characters that week? Who wants to kick us off? I'll kick us off. Go ahead. Uh, my advice is going to be for uh, for uh, Andrew. Uh, you in danger, girl. Run. <laughs> um, and my my prediction is that uh, next time they've been it seems like they've been jumping like month to month. Like next week might be two months before the block party. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Molly and Issa will have seen each other. In like that whole month at all, like there'll be like something. Well, no, that's right. Cause she's supposed to be going to her family for Thanksgiving or something like that. Yeah. My prediction is that she don't actually even show up. I she think ends up right. not showing up because she got drunk with her brother, who makes her miss it, and that ends up being the thing that really like 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 blows them apart. That's, that's my, a good one. That's my so I I can go next. Uh, yeah. My my advice is for Lawrence. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. As far as the communication goes, uh, take it from a, a vet. You know, uh, where you're trying to balance two women, communicating with with both of them is key. You know, you gotta just put your foot down, let them know what they can talk about, what they can't talk about. That was a good move, brother. Uh, <laughs> my prediction is, I think. Um, even though it seems like Issa and Condola are headed to be like great friends, I see that like blowing up at some point because I think Lawrence is gonna uh, come in and shut it down. He's not gonna be cool with them being that close. So I think I think even though it looks like they're headed to a great friendship, I, I, I think that's gonna come to an end sometime soon. That sounds right. All right, I can go next. Um, so my prediction is that somebody is gonna let slip. No, my prediction is that Lawrence is gonna let slip that he talked to Issa. And that's going to cause a problem between Condola and Issa because it's going to be like, why didn't you tell me about this? Why are you sneaking around with my man and not telling me about it? Uh, that's my prediction. My advice is for Torian. I don't like I don't like how he was looking at Molly, man. I think that um, he's like, man, if Molly was nice, she would check off all the boxes. Like if Molly was cool, if Molly was cool, I mean, she hot. She got a great job. She's smart. I don't even do it, bro. Don't even do it. <laughs> Don't even do it. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> we usually start calling people hot. That's what we say. <laughs> yeah, I say hot. Yeah, that's the so. thing. You know, you got the, still works. you got the flame emoji. Yeah, you don't send out the flame emoji. I do. That's not the, the proper uh, cultural term. That's not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we say. Maybe, maybe I'm not in touch. I don't know. <laughs> well, she, it, there's no maybe to that. What I'm supposed to say. I don't know. You you good. It's good. It's good. She's hot. Okay. So the advice I have for, uh, my advice is for Andrew. Basically, I agree with Panama. You need to hit it, bruh. I don't know what it is that keeps pulling you back to Molly, but I don't think it's worth the trouble, worth the hassle. 
just just go the opposite direction. My prediction is that this Lawrence and Condola thing is going to crumble again because Lawrence hasn't been forthcoming. I just see it backfiring. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know if it's going to be an Issa slip up or a Lawrence slip up or Condola just picking up on the weird energy if they ever get into the same space together. But it's 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 gonna it's gonna fall apart. I just know it. That's it. All right, Shawnee. I don't have any advice, um, but my prediction is that Lawrence and Issa are going to smash. Mm-hmm. I just, I think, I just think it's coming. I don't, I can't even say why. I just, I just have this, I just feel. <laughs> you feel it? You feel, feel it in your bones? In my spirits, yes. I just think that's what's going to happen. Not going to happen. It's probably gonna happen. You would okay. hate to see it, Corey. And guess what? <laughs> and guess what? Not gonna You're happen. still gonna log in with us. Nope. <laughs> Every week. Every All right. Week. Well, I think that brings us to our shot of bourbon for the week. Um, that we honorarily give to the person who we feel had the best week. I'm pretty sure I know who Corey's gonna give his shot to. But I'm gonna <laughs> give. Um, I'm. You know. I'm gonna give my shot to. Um, Hmm. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give my shot to Issa, only because I really don't know who who else to give it to, and <laughs> she was being being forthcoming in communication with Condola, and that's gonna be their downfall. But hey, it's a fun ride for this week, and apparently Bro. this this block party is is coming along fine. That's who my shot's going to. She pulled a nutted in saggy condom out her pussy this episode. <laughs> oh, How does she man. get a shot of bourbon? It happens sometimes. It's I mean, who are you giving your life. shot to? Man, I'm giving my shot to Lawrence, man. You know what I'm saying? Lawrence, I think Lawrence had the best week, bro. He, uh, you know, he jumping out here in front of things, trying to uh, proactively resolve issues and, you know, trying to uh, keep his relationship going, not just, you know, letting shit happen. You know, he's trying to, you know, be proactive and make sure nothing happens to to mess up the woman who he's interested in, who he really wants to be with. So my shot of bourbon goes to Lawrence. All right. Uh, Jabri, who you got? My shot's also going to go to Issa. I really feel like she stays positive. She seems like she's making progress professionally. The block party is coming along. She's still talking to Condola. She's not letting Lawrence throw her off. So I'm staying with Issa. All right. That's two for Issa. Who you got, Janae? I'm also giving my shot to Issa. Retweet, retweet, retweet what everybody else said for the sake of uh, being duplicative. I'm going to just say retweet. Duplicative. Mm. That's a college word. I went there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all niggas went to college. Okay. All right, Sonny. I'm also giving my shot to Issa just for for growth. And I want everybody to know. I want everybody to know that I'm doing the Kelly hands for growth. Growth. Um, (laughs) Issa gets my shot for that and for her cute Halloween costume. Yeah. It was a good costume. All right. Well, that's. That's four to one for Issa this week. Issa gets the Shots up. Shots up. Clink, 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 and all that good stuff. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode of Bourbon and Bouches for the low-key distant episode. We real low-key distant. I know, right? I keep distant. We might have to start watching these episodes together because apparently everybody watching different stuff. I don't know what's going on here. Apparently, man. I was told in shootout, stay low and keep firing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's how I like to live my life. So, you know, with that, we thank you for listening, checking us out here at Bourbon and Bouches. And uh, tune in next week. See y'all. Have a black one.
This podcast is fantastic. Chasing love. Ain't just sex to me, we making love. I got faith in us. This top tier don't do no basic stuff. And you had enough already. No more hurt. I'm just here to give you all that you deserve. Seeing you at your worst. I just want to give you better. Might not be your first, but I want to be your forever. Baby, you've been searching, steady hurting. All I ask is you to come through the night. Fuck that nigga, he ain't doing you right. Don't think about it, just fulfill your delight. I know it's been a long time, but I'm on time. Searching, steady hurting. All I ask is you to come through the night. Fuck that nigga, he ain't doing you right. About it, just fulfill your delight. I know it's been a long time, but I'm on time. You are to die for. Let's take the high road. You won't love girl, you staring at it.